Welcome to Hydrate Level 4. I'm your host, Peter. And I'm James. And today, we want to wish everyone a happy Veterans Day. Or, you know, if you're listening to this the day we release it, at least. Um, James was invited by me to come onto the show, and we wanted to discuss uh, some military movies, you know, uh, slash war movies, uh, what have you. Um, Basically, people in uniform. Uh, James and I, we served together uh, about 11 years ago, and we have been uh, uh, very good friends since. And I I, I don't know, I guess we just wanted to run down our top five. Uh, I wouldn't say this is really like our top five favorite war slash military movies of all time. They're just five good ones that we like. Yeah, and it's been a while since I've seen these films, and um, I think... I'm just going based on this moment in time and my memory. Some of these these movies I haven't seen in uh, at least maybe even ten years or more. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we didn't go back and rewatch these or anything like that. This isn't a review. Uh, we're probably just going to list our top five, kind of briefly discuss about it, and then probably throw out some I don't know some suggestions, you know, uh, of other type movies if you you know um, f- for those to to check out. Uh, you want to go ahead and get into it, or? Yeah. Well, how now? I want had a question, mm-hmm. um, and we haven't talked about this before. How do you define a war movie, or what? What's the definition? Because we, I, some of when I was going through the list, yeah, I was coming up with like some movies that I, I didn't know if they would really fit in this category, like Three Hundred or Braveheart. Can you count those? I I suppose you could. I mean, we don't even really have like a like a clear uh, topic, really. You know, because because when I put out the uh, the post, you know, for emails and stuff, I just said you know military movies. I guess just in you know any anything that involves soldiers, you know, okay. it doesn't matter what kind Fair, of branch. Yeah. I mean, so I suppose I, like that, yeah. you know, I suppose three hundred and Braveheart would would work because um, those are war movies themselves. You know, even even Gladiator, I suppose. I don't yeah. know that that might be a reach. Yeah, because and in review, reviewing other um, lists, some people would have like Gone with the Wind because yeah. it was a war setting. But then other lists, it was all kind of more modern, like I, I, World I guess War Two. If it's a little that. bit more military related, I guess. Now with like three hundred, that's like you know. Spartan army yeah you know so I I don't know if that would count I mean I suppose I mean I guess we should probably make the rules right now I I want I did decide to go conservative and I my list is only like modern warfare movies although you know I did really like Braveheart and define uh, modern like 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 (laughs) this century 20th century okay yeah yeah okay uh, I think mine are too. Yeah, I, I didn't go. I didn't. I didn't go f- as far back as Braveheart or anything like that. I, I think, for the most part, I think mine are all w- within you know in the 1900s. Okay. So, okay. So uh, I guess what we'll do is we'll start with five and uh, work our no, way down. Number five. Yeah, and if uh, if we have any duplicates, we'll go with whatever's higher. All right. So do you want to start off for number sure. five? Sure. Okay. All right. So number right. five. So. Number five for me is Inglorious Bastards. I have it higher. Okay. okay. So we'll, we'll talk about it when yes. you get to it. So yep. what's your five? Uh, Hurt Locker. 
Hurt Locker. I have that higher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you want to go with number four. All right. My fourth is Full Metal Jacket. Okay. I don't have that on my list. So Full Metal Jacket from 1987. A pragmatic U.S. Marine observes the dehumanizing effects the U.S. Vietnam War has on its fellow recruits from their brutal boot camp training to the bloody street fighting in Hoi. Or Hue. It's, um, again, from 1987, a Stanley Kubert film. Um, yeah, it's a, yeah, definitely a lot of people in here. Um, now, the reason I don't have it on my list, because I only like the first half of the movie. Mm. Uh, I don't like it after they get out of training. Uh, because I, I feel like it becomes a different movie afterwards. Uh, and also, I, one of my favorite uh, characters in there, well, two, um, obviously Arlie Ermery, the uh, drill instructor. Mm-hmm. Well, he dies, <laughs> you know, early on, and he is uh, killed by uh, uh, by Gomer Pyle, right, who's played by Vincent D'Onofrio. And so I like those two characters, and basically they're both gone in the second half of the movie. So after that, it's just a bunch of the other characters that are kind of you know, kind of doing their thing, and I don't know, I just feel like it becomes like a, you know, a different movie in the second half, so that's why it's not on my list, but I, I do enjoy that first half, you know, a bunch of quotables, obviously, everyone, yeah. everyone loves the drill instructor. And, and, and that that was one of the things that um, I really considered in putting it on my list, is how much of this movie is, like, now part of our culture, and especially, like, military culture. Yeah. Like, Remember, like, basic training, mm-hmm. like, there's so many lines and things from this movie that was seen in basic training. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I don't I don't really know if it was going on before the movie or if, like, if basic was, training like, was almost, it. like, trying to mimic the movie. I, I think I think the latter, you know. I mean, yeah. it, it could be a little bit of both. I'm, I'm sure, you know, they, they must have got some of this stuff from somewhere right i mean it's it's written by well it's based on a novel it looks like uh stanley kubrick uh wrote the screenplay but i mean these must have come you know these stories came from somewhere right and and these jokes arlie emery who was a a real-life drill instructor too he you know could have been playing like a a version of himself i'm sure that's a good point you know and i think like the um drill sergeants that we encountered probably saw this movie and you know took a little bit of that yeah the the whole like naming your rifle yep like the whole whole line um this is my weapon yeah 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 i don't know where that stems from but you know i mean a a lot of things you're right you see like in basic training or even in other movies it it, it comes from this uh so you know yeah i can definitely see that that there's influences yeah so for that like just, I think the effect of like popular culture or whatever mm-hmm. military okay. culture. Yeah, so it looks like your, your list is going to be different from mine for for different reasons. But uh, no, I, I definitely like the the reason you have that in there. Now, this in uh, by no means, you know, I don't feel like it's a lesser movie just for not liking that second part of it. You know, I I can still watch the first half. <laughs> you know, but it's not something I own. Um, would I buy it? I don't know. Yeah, I guess if it's cheap, you know. Again, I really enjoyed that first half of the movie, um, but it's it's not in my top five because it's not one that I uh, revisit often. 
you know, nor own. Um, so I at least own my other the the movies in my in my top five. Okay, so my you know I just counted my top five. I actually have six, but I guess that's okay <laughs> uh, since we we already had two movies that canceled each other out. So um, my next one is We Were Soldiers, two thousand two. Uh, war movie, obviously. The story of the first major battle of the American phase of the Vietnam War and soldiers on both sides that fought it. Uh, directed by Randall Wallace, stars Mel Gibson, Greg Kinnear, and a bunch of other people, and the dude from American Pie. <laughs> um, okay, well, this movie, it's... Uh, I don't know if it won won any awards. It's, it's, it's not like a great movie, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, the reason why... Uh, I, I guess it stuck with me and why I watch it often is because it's one of the fewer movies I think where they've actually incorporated like the families back at home into the story right because most of the war movies they just take place you know whether it's in training or overseas at a camp somewhere on a on a at a base mm-hmm. for you know whatever but this movie it goes back and forth showing the wives at home the girlfriends that's right responding um, to what they're seeing on television yeah, yeah and on. and one of the parts that still gets me is when uh you know two of the wives go door to door delivering you know these um notices basically you know that that uh, their husbands had been killed in action and originally it were um um, taxi drivers that were supposed to deliver these and they couldn't do it just because of how the the women were reacting when they saw somebody walking up to um to the doorstep so uh, Mel Gibson's you know wife in the movie her and one of the other wives they they start um uh, I guess they told the the cab driver taxi driver whatever to tell the other guys hey you know if they don't want to deliver it go ahead and bring it all to their houses and they'll they'll take it themselves and then like the next shot you see like a pile of letters just on the doorstep so um that just kind of stuck with me and it's just really sad it's not something that we ever really think about you know about the people that are left at home Mm -hmm. and the stuff that they have to deal with so uh i i like mel gibson in this role too uh i think he's like a like a major or something like that um um but just a just just a pretty decent cast um lieutenant colonel Lieutenant Colonel, so okay, I was one off. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, it's it's been a while. I mean, I I um I own it. I I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, it. It's based on a book too, and uh, there's this one scene I think I remember where uh, there's a I don't know if it was a squad. Definitely wasn't a platoon, but there was a squad that was kind of stuck uh, out in the middle of nowhere, and I think their communication was down, and so they kind of just um, standed pat, right? And late at night, they were they were just kind of out in the fields laying low, and it was completely dark. And the Viet Congs were somewhere in the area, but they didn't quite know where. And somebody, I think, shot a flare up into the air, and then it kind of illuminates, uh, you know, the surroundings a little bit. And then the Viet Congs are like right above them as they're laying on the ground, and it was oh. just like one of the coolest shots I've ever seen at that time. Um, so that, that also stuck with me. So, um, yeah, so I have that, I don't even have it as a number. I just, again, I've wrote six movies down by mistake, I guess. So is that your six? That's or my number five, your, actually. That's your number yeah, five. Yeah, Hurt Locker was my number six. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I just listed them. I, I didn't even count. 
All right. Um, so your next one. All right. My third is Hurt Locker from 2008. During the Iraq War, a sergeant recently assigned to an army bomb squad is put at odds with his squad mates due to his maverick way of handling his work. It's got uh, Jeremy Renner, Anthony Mackie. Um, and directed by Catherine Bigelow. Bigelow yeah. Um, I guess there's a couple of other people in here that I, I really don't remember. Um, Ralph Fiennes, David Morris, Guy Pearce. So um, they, I don't think they had that much bigger uh, bigger role. It was really centered around, you know, you know um, basically Hawkeye and Falcon, <laughs> you know, from, from the Avengers movie. Uh so why do you have this on your list? Well, I just thought it was, you know, really well done and very suspenseful. And um, probably one of the better portrayals of, you know, the Iraq, Iraqi war. And I thought it was, a, you know, kind of a fresh perspective, um, you know, following this guy from, um, what's it, IOD? Uh, or D I E D no no, 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 no the, e O D E O D yeah, Ex- what's that explosive ordnance division E O D yeah, so I, I I just thought that was really cool, and uh, this I think this was the first movie I actually seen Jeremy Renner in, I knew he were uh, he was in some other ones um, I'd never seen this but I knew he was on the cover box for the Dahmer movie you know it's probably like a made for TV movie. Uh, but this is probably the first time I actually s- seen him in a starring role. He nailed it too. He nailed it. I yeah. think he did really good. I mean, I don't know anybody that works for EOD, but just him uh, as a soldier alone. I know a lot of people that act like him, and um, his job is pretty. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty scary job, right? So he he's got to work with explosives. Um, but I, I guess a lot of soldiers, a lot of us, we are. I like to think we're worry-free. You know, it's just kind of like, well, this is my job. You know, that kind of thing. I know very few people that are very, when when they walk out of the line, they're, you know, scared. Um, I, okay, in my, in my nine years that I've spent in the Army, I've only met, I think, two people um, where we went outside the wire that was, you know, like, okay, you know, we, we need to know exactly what's going to happen, it, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but most people, I feel, are a little bit more loose, you know what I mean, just because we're kind of trained to adjust fire, you know, in the, uh, not in the literal sense, but in the... Be flexible. Yeah, you know, and, and so these two people that I knew, they, they needed to be by, by the book, that kind of thing. They needed instructions. It's, it's just, and I was always kind of like, you know, that 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 is something gonna make you uh, gonna make you think too much, and that could potentially compromise your safety, that kind of thing. Now with this guy, he wasn't too concerned about a lot of things. He just kind of did what he needed to do, and I felt that's how most soldiers act and yeah. are. Or he see he would. He seemed like he wasn't concerned, but I mean, he just kind of had his own style of yeah. of doing things. But um, yeah, just the way this done, uh, it was you know very suspenseful. No, I I like uh, I don't know if it was a poster or a picture that I saw, but isn't there one scene where he's like um, sitting behind a car with like his iPod, you know, earbuds in before he 
set off like one of the bombs or something yeah that that sounds about right yeah and uh, i just um i remember seeing that and i'm like oh that's totally what we would do you know because there's too many movies nowadays that are trying to like depict us as dress right dress you know where where um you know for, okay the, the whole thing with him wearing the apple earbuds you know they're they're white earbuds right they stick out that's that's totally a thing you, you know what i mean and, and I don't know, it, it just seemed real life to me. To think that nobody would have something that's not issue, I don't know. I I don't know how to put it into words. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I, I think adding him listening to the, the whole earbuds thing, I know guys who were over there that, that did that, while, that were on the front line. And uh, I just felt that it was uh, nice to see that on, on film. Because it shows them that they're they are regular people too, not just like 100 percent business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like that he had a little bit of downtime. He, it's, yeah, know, it's he, part of his uh, his character as being this rogue, this maverick, um, EOD, you know, guy that is just kind of like you said, care carefree and yeah. well, kind of has his own way of doing things. I I also want to put out that you and I we've been out for a few years too, so we we we're probably a little rusty on our on our lingo and uh, terminology and things like that too. So I, I, acronyms, right? I don't know how many soldiers would actually be listening to this. I mean, I know we asked for a few emails from some, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it kind of actually I just it kind of reminded me of um, Joker from Full Metal Jacket. Um, who wearing the 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 peace the peace sign on his black jacket and mm-hmm. then writing um, "Born to Kill" on his on his hel- on his helmet yeah. and um, it's it's almost kind of a co- kind of a common theme of having some you know kind of a showing them be, showing their them character that you're, you're a, you know yeah your character that you're 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 uh, Making him stand Make, out, yeah, you, you know, he's like, just not any other random person. Mm-hmm. This, you know, this guy is going to have earbuds yeah. with him. You know, that kind of thing. It's just not any other random guy. Uh, and, and again, uh, I'm still trying to put it into words, but like, you know, I see just too many military movies where like you can't really distinguish a soldier from another soldier unless you know they were like main characters. But if you had two Joe Schmoes, you know, like you you want to give them some characteristics. You know, for example, maybe give them an iPod that they're listening to, that kind of thing, because that does kind of humanize them and not just, you know, a, a gun for hire. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. That's why I like this one, because it, he, he was pretty unique and not just like any uh, cookie-cutter soldier that we see in any other movie. So, what's your number three? My number four, or four. three and a half, uh, is Three Kings. I, I considered that. That's an honorable mention. Okay. Uh, Three Kings, it's a 1999 movie, um, in the aftermath of the Persian Gulf War, four soldiers set out to steal gold that was stolen from Kuwait, but they discover people who desperately need their help. Uh, director is David O. Russell, and stars George Clooney, Marky Mark Wahlberg, and Ice Cube. Um, now, David O. Russell, I bet you know who this guy is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> who is he? <laughs> Well, uh, recently, he directed oh, I... American Hustle. All right. Uh, also did The Fighter, Silver Linings Playbook, 
so yeah, he's done some uh, some pretty good movies uh, as of late, and I don't know if this was his. We just watched American Hustle. Yeah, uh, a couple months ago. We did um, Three Kings. So this was actually his third movie. It looks like. So yeah, no, I uh, this the well this was definitely his first um, movie that I saw. But uh, Three Kings, yeah, I I like it because it was it was something different at the time, and this actually kind of um, this showed there there was a few things in here that made me think like okay this is this is pretty real life they're not trying to sugarcoat anything. There's one point Mark Wahlberg's got his uh, his um, uh, rifle on on somebody from a distance and he wasn't sure if they're good or bad, and uh, I forget the line. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I know. He was kind of looking at this person through the scope, and then he's talking to like another soldier. He's like, "Hey, are we shooting anybody?" And and I think the guy was like, "Well, I'm not sure." He's like, "Well, you know, I don't want to shoot him if, if we don't know." And then he's just like, "Well, I'm going to shoot him anyway." Um, hold on, let me see if I can pull up the quote. Are we shooting? What? Are we shooting people or what? Are we shooting? That's what I'm asking you. What's the answer? I don't know the answer. That's what I'm trying to find out. Give me some gum. I already gave you some. I think this guy has a weapon. Yeah, he does. Yeah. You, you know, um, there's there's always lack of communication, whether or not people want to admit it. You know, I you can say you're high. Um, you know you're really high speed and you're, you're always uh, on point with things, but there's always some lack of communication. So, you know what I mean? So this is like a prime example of it. And I think he, he does end up shooting that guy anyway. Um, but that's, I, I just feel that's, that's pretty realistic. You know, like you just, you're trying to get answers and, and people don't seem to know. And then you just have to kind of make, I don't know, uh, make your best judgment at that point. You know, you have to assess what's going on and, um. Yeah, I don't know. Do Do you remember anything from it at all? It. I no. I don't. I don't really remember the movie. Yeah. It, it's been a while, but I I do remember that there was another point where they're like searching for gold or like yeah. Saddam Hussein's uh, treasure. They one of the bad guys. Um. Went, okay. I forgot who was being held captive, but one of the good guys. They kind of blamed the Americans for what happened to Michael Jackson. You know, for him changing his color and stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, so that was a pretty funny scene, but um, I think there were some uh, directing choices as far as like uh, like when somebody got shot, and I and I think they do this like quick zoom, and you see like the puncture of a, a lung or something like that. Mm-hmm. So um, some of the effects were um, pretty unique at the time for me, it, like the X-ray. Like, what do you mean zoom? Like, punch- I I think somebody gets shot, and then yeah, you get like this quick. Like kind of, kind of a little zoom. Yeah, okay. you get to see like the inside of like the, the the lung being punctured and what what happens on the inside and okay. bleeding. So it kind of shows you like the inside uh, of something like that. So it, it was it was pretty different for me at the time. Um, so uh, your next movie. So I'm on number two. Maybe I should go again. Maybe you should go again. Okay, Inglorious Bastards, a 2009 movie. In Nazi-occupied France during World War II, a plan to assassinate Nazi leaders by a group of Jewish Jewish U.S. soldiers coincides with the theater owner's vengeful plans for the same. Uh, Directed by Quentin Tarantino, some uncredited directing by Eli Roth, who's also in the movie. 
got Brad Pitt, Diane Kruger. Um, this is the first time I've seen Michael Fassbender, you know. Um, who else is in here? Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. So, uh, another yep. first time for me. I mean, I'm sure he did a lot of his own movies from where he's from. But, Germany. Um, yeah, see, so uh, first time we've seen him, and amazing job. You oh, know, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite Tarantino movies for sure. Um, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, it's uh, very intense, mm-hmm. but kind of fun, like, in a, like you know it's got some jokes yeah some jokes you but... know like that like that party scene where they're um infiltrating and brad pitt's got to play italian but he's got that southern draw with his italian accent yeah uh that was pretty funny but i like brad pitt in this role too because he's just you know he, he plays a character but he he plays it so well um, and I think they have like three story arcs going on at once too, which is pretty interesting. And this movie's pretty gory. I mean, it's Tarantino, it's, so yeah, it's gory. But uh, I really like Christoph Waltz. Uh, anything with him is pretty intense in, in this movie. Yeah, he he stole the scene. Every he did. every scene he was in is all about him. It's I agree. The um, towards the beginning, the the dairy farmers yeah. where he's interrogating and yeah. the family's hiding underneath, underneath the, the, the floorboards. floorboards. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I just love, love that whole, that whole was a scene. pretty intense scene. Yeah. And that alone was like half an hour, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, you're right. He, that's the first time I seen him. And I think he did an amazing job. Um, what else happened in the movie? And what about that bar scene, you, you know, where I think Michael Fassbender being uh, an Italian in the movie, um, he, I guess he held his, you know, up the number three oh, yes. wrong. Yes. And, and I guess if you're like a European or German, you you hold, you know, a, a different three set, three set of fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It, it was just. Yeah, it was Amer- just... Americans are, are, are th- I forget, but yeah, it was, yeah. Some, it was something. I forgot. Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't your pointer finger. We're gesturing finger. with her hands. Yeah, we are. If you can, can you guys see this? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I thought that was very really cool because that that kind of shows you like a like a, a, a cultural difference. I, I guess yeah. I don't know. Uh, and it's just it's gruesome and everything's just so over the top. But I just I, I love it. You know, even the dramatic stuff. I thought it worked fine. You know, so it, it's one, it's yeah, definitely one of my favorites because you know, Fassbender and Christoph Waltz. You even you even have Austin Powers in here playing a serious role. How do you? I was just thinking because the ending is changing his changing history. You mean so, that's not how Hitler died? So like, <laughs> would that wouldn't be like a, I guess a fiction or a science fiction? Not science. Not fiction, science fiction. But, it's fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, but still war. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, but I mean, it still surrounds like a like a like a not a platoon, but a squad of yeah. You know, well, I guess soldiers. a lot of these, all these, most of these films are are fiction. I think the only one that was um, um, based, you know, strongly on a, a true story was um, We Were Soldiers. So far. we were soldiers. Yeah, so. and you know, it, I mean, the movie was obviously dramatized. All right, you're number two. All right, my number two is Apocalypse Now. All right, I don't have that in my top five. Apocalypse Now, 1979. During the Vietnam War, Captain Willard is sent on a dangerous mission into Cambodia to assassinate a renegade colonel who has set himself up as a god among a local tribe. 
directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola, who did The Godfather, The Godfather, yeah. many other ones, good ones. Um, Marlon Brando, Marlon Brando, Martin Sheen, Robert Duvall, a young Lawrence Fishburne. Harrison Ford's in here. Dennis Hopper is like the uh, the journalist. Um, what? So what really stood out? This was like an epic movie. When I saw it a few years back, I think I saw like the extended director's cut, and it, it was, was it the redo, the redo. Yeah, it was extended yeah. scenes, and I saw that one too. I didn't see the original cut, so I have nothing to compare it to. I'm a, I think I've seen the movie twice, and I think the first time I fell asleep. It's just it's kind of long, not too much action, right? Am I re- correct on that? Well, it's more of a drama, like a war drama. I guess, yeah, I mean, it's not continuous action. Right. Action scenes. Yeah, kind of, I guess, maybe a war drama. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a bad movie, but, um, yeah, it's just when when I watched it, again, I watched it twice, only the second time because I fell asleep during the first one. But I don't know. What I I liked about it was, like, how it was shot, it really has that... And the fact that I mean it's from 1979, it mm-hmm. has still has that f- feel of like the Vietnam era. I think uh, the style of cinema photography and okay. and um, and just the feel like it felt like a like a hallucination almost. Like yeah, I I should probably go and revisit it because um, when I saw it, I was probably. Trying to think, I was probably about sixteen, so I probably, you know, I think I would appreciate it a little bit more now, having been in the military and now that I'm an adult. So maybe maybe, maybe I'll give it a, a another watch, but I, I left it out just because again I I saw it like one and a half times. Um, I didn't think it was bad. It's just I, I think it was kind of long and and. Um, I'd hate to say long and boring, but I maybe I was just tired. Yeah, it, you know it. Uh, and to be fair, it was uh, I watched this when I was working at Blockbuster, and when I was working at Blockbuster, Phoenix was already born, so he was a newborn, and so you know it's probably work. You, you don't have to. Li- you don't have to like it. It's okay. <laughs> it got eight point five on IMDb. Yeah, so a lot of people do like it. Yeah, but um. Kind of what you mentioned about uh, Full Metal Jacket earlier. To mm-hmm. me, it the movie kind of felt disjointed towards the end, like the final like half hour of the movie when he actually towards arrives and to do his mission. Like for me, that kind of almost seemed like a separate little movie in itself. Okay. Um, yeah, I I really don't remember much from it at all. And, and you know you can't go wrong with uh, Coppola. Really? Well, I guess you're right. I mean, I'm sure he's had some bombs, but um... actually, um, Clockwork Orange, which he directed, I'm not a huge fan of. I think I haven't seen it. I think that's a little overrated. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. You well, you know what? Some some people don't like Stanley Kubrick. You know, I, I've heard of that debate. So, you know, it's it's all a preference. And, and again, I, th- I guess we prefaced this uh, earlier that this isn't like our top, you know, 
best of all time. This They're just how, movies that how, we like. How we're feeling yeah. this tonight, you know, Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if this is a movie they would even show in, like, basic training or EIT or anything like that. Uh, Apocalypse Now? Yeah. Uh, I, I know this wasn't like any of our uh, options, you know, the the time I was there. Oh, well, maybe if you're like uh, like a helicopter pilot or something, they maybe you know, do the opening. You know, the, you know one movie? Um, just to just get you pumped up. Here's the funny thing. The, the very first time I was in, introduced to Gladiator was in basic training because it came out in 2000 and I was in basic training 2001. Uh, matter of fact, during 9-11. And they played Gladiator, and uh, I fell asleep. And and that one, Best Picture. Yeah. You, you know, and that doesn't mean I didn't like the movie. I was just freaking tired. Yeah, because you were in basic training. Well, I was in basic training, and they were going to let us watch a movie, and I fell asleep laying on the floor, you know, because it was our downtime. And uh, that happens a lot, actually, now that I think about it. You know, anytime I was in uniform and there was downtime and there was a movie on, I, I knew it was that time to sleep. The... The first movie I saw, like, after joining the, or going to basic training was, mm-hmm. wasn't until, not in basic training, but it wasn't until AIT. Oh, wow. And um, it was Blair Witch Project. Well, so interesting was, movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just, I don't know, they, they were playing it. We had, like, a free day or something. That sounds about right, because you're two yeah. years older than me, and 99, I think, is when Blair Witch came out. Um so, like, in basic training, you didn't use, like, Sundays to, like, go... We, we, had no, we couldn't watch watch movies or any, huh. none of that. See, um, I, I guess... See, was... you're, you're part of the new, the new army. I'm old school. <laughs> oh, my, the, the new army where it's a little bit soft is what you're saying, huh? <laughs> yeah, you had to hand out cards of... Uh, uh, when you've had too much, little yellow... That, that yellow was a myth. That, that, that was a myth yeah, uh, yeah, in, in my company. Okay. Um, yeah, because we heard about that. Because I think somebody uh, stress cards. Yeah, stress right? cards. Somebody was actually trying to trying to ask for one, and they're like, "We don't handle those out." <laughs> uh, so let's see, was that you or me? That that was you. So me. All right, my number two is Black Hawk Down. An- another very good movie. Why I didn't have it on my list is probably partially just because it's been so long since I've seen it. Um, I did really enjoy it. One of my um, um, basic training drill sergeants, he was actually part of um, the Somali mission. Oh, really? And he had some stories, yeah, um, for us. All but, right. Uh, Black Hawk Down, 2001. Uh, 123 elite U.S. soldiers drop into Somalia to capture two top lieutenants of a renegade warlord and find themselves in a desperate battle with a large force of heavily armed Somalis. Uh, directed by Ridley Scott, stars Josh Harnett, Ewan McGregor, Tom Sizemore, Eric Bana, blah, 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 a lot of people. Uh, Jeremy Piven is even in here. Uh, I think he was one of the uh, the pilots that, that gets captured. Wow, you know Jeremy Piven. Yeah, yeah, Entourage. Yeah. yeah, so so he had a role in here. Um, wasn't a big fan of Josh Hartnett, but uh, this movie. The reason why this is on my list, and, and, and again, there was just a few things in here that I just felt was so realistic that that made me like it even more. Um, too often do I see and hear uh, in the movie the mispronunciation of "hua." 
Do you ever get that? I mean, for example, okay, here's here's the uh, well, the Marines mispronounce. Well, no, theirs is Ura. No, I'm so, just trying to make a joke. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> ha ha. Um, no, but uh, for example, scent of a woman with Al Pacino, right? Uh, did you ever see that? Okay, he um, he says hua, you know, and it's just <sighs> it's embarrassing. A, a little bit, because um, well, the way that is pronounced, it always makes me think of the the hua bars you know the 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 power bars that we had in the mres you never had a hua bar no yeah it's a we got skittles and like the well, the, the, the hua bar was uh it's basically like uh like one of the you know um protein bars that you'd get at like the gym and uh-huh. they would come in like either chocolate or peanut butter they come in your mres and uh, I never had an energy uh, bar. Yeah, yeah. There. But you can also get this at the PX and stuff. You know, you just get the boxes of Hua bars. Huh. Yeah. Um, so uh, cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is, so you wouldn't call that a Hua bar, a Hua bar. But anyway, it, yeah, it's just um, in, in here they actually say Hua correctly. And so I don't know. I, I, I don't hear that often in film, uh, you know, said correctly. So I don't know. I guess I liked hearing that. And I, I like that one part where, like, the, uh, there were two guys that were lost, and one of them was like, he, I think something went off nearby and uh, he couldn't hear anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they, they were, um, uh, I don't know, these two guys, they were lost in the middle of, I don't even know where the area was, but they were going from building to building, just them two. And I don't know, it, it just, to me, that I, two people getting lost is pretty common. People get lost all the time. You know, uh, accountability is is not, people get captured, people get lost. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, like, I, I feel like the older movies, they, they probably didn't want to depict that to show that maybe the military is incompetent. Well, it doesn't show incompetent, it, you know, crap happens, you know what I mean? And to show that these two two guys lost while everything else is going on on the other side of town thing, I I, I thought it was comical, but also like true to life. Yeah. Um, what were some of the other things in here? I don't know. It's been a while. I mean, I, I have the Blu-ray still wrapped up. I haven't even opened it, so it's been a while. But um, it was one that I really did enjoy. I think I like the. I guess with the Delta Force mm-hmm. were they Navy SEALs or yeah, the two the, uh, the volunteers. Jeremy Irons, I think, was uh, Delta. I could I could have the name wrong. They were pretty badass. I, I just I just find it funny that I think Phantom Menace came out like what ninety ninety nine, something like that, episode one. Uh, and Ewan McGregor, who played Obi Wan Kenobi, he's in here playing playing a spec for sitting in an office making coffee you know and he's giving uh what well, people keep commenting on like he makes good coffee and, and he's talking about how like you got to get it really uh, uh you got to really ground ground up the the beans so that way there's no in no residue or yeah like, yeah, yeah it's got to be like, real yeah, fine yeah. you know for it to be i don't know it's just just little things like that um it was it was a good touch uh gosh william Fitchner. A lot of people in this movie. Uh, oh, I and Tom Sizemore playing this badass uh, infantry captain. You know, they were kind of like under fire, and I think he was calling for backup or something. And he's on one of the comms, and you know, he's walking, he's pacing himself back and forth on, on the phone. 
you know, while he's being shot at, and he's uh, he's not even taking cover. He's just walking back and forth. He gets a shot. He gets a shot. You know, he doesn't even care. Um, so seeing something like that, I'm like, oh yeah, there's people out there like that too. You know, so it just shows that he wasn't a coward. You know, I, I kind of like that scene. All right, so number one. Mm-hmm. I think we have the same number one. You think so? Why are you looking over at my screen? I, I cheated. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. Yes. From 1998. Following a Normandy landing, a group of U.S. soldiers go behind enemy lines to retrieve a paratrooper whose brothers have been killed in action. Director Steven Spielberg stars Tom Hanks, Matt Damon, Tom Sizemore. Look at that. We were just talking about Tom Sizemore. Vince Diesel. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. He's in here. Um, Barry Pepper, uh, Adam Goldberg, Giovanni Ribisi. I forgot he was in here too. You know, I think this was a f- no, no, never mind. I, I was thinking this was the first Matt Damon movie I saw, but it's not. Um, matter of fact, I, I guess I kind of barely, barely remember him. You know what? I do remember though at the at the movie theaters there were older veterans there uh-huh. that were in tears. It's one of the saddest things I've ever seen, but. Um, yeah, um, I think this was probably one of the biggest war movies I had ever seen yeah. uh, at the time. And then, like, the movies that followed this, you know, probably took elements from this. Yeah, you know, it this almost kind of redefined the yeah. genre. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, you know, the, the, the Normandy scene where they're landing on the yeah. beach, that it just so riveting and with the sound and the graphics. Um, it really, it was it was groundbreaking for the time how they they shot that. Wasn't um, couldn't, couldn't you see some of that in like uh, like three hundred? You know when when they're well, was was it three hundred when they're coming to the land? Well, there's there's a lot of yeah. war movies where where people are on, they've taken elements of that yeah style. But I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just obviously well directed. Uh, everything is uh, nicely shot. I mean. Steven Spielberg, that's that's his forte, right? Is is World War Two, yeah. you know, basically. And um, I don't know. Tom Hanks uh, is probably one of the probably one, one, this role of his is probably one of the ones that has the least dialogue, I'd imagine. Well, uh, it's you know, sure it, it shows the 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 ugliness, you know, of war and the the battle scenes the chaos you know the dirt the yeah you know, I, one of the scenes that's still kind of it's, um, it's not it's not pretty you know it's not oh no to, absolutely and this is actually what i was going to get to i still remember that knife scene that one uh, the two guys are struggling and and uh and then one guy stabs the other the uh, the knife fight it was just it, it was one of the one of the more brutal fights i had seen on 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 screen uh especially in a war movie but uh steven spielberg as well I think this is one of one of the ones I think when people talk about like military war movies, this is, you know this and probably Full Metal Jacket are like up there, you know that as far as uh, the ones that people have seen. Uh, but I don't know, it's probably one of the last <laughs> Spielberg movies that I that I really enjoyed. I can't think of too many after this that I you know really loved. Um, let's, let's take a look real quick. Another thing I liked about this movie is, or it seemed to um, bring awareness more to like the World War II veterans, 
Um, I started to notice uh, Tom Hanks um, speaking more about the the veterans and trying to raise funds for the World War II memorial after this film. And I think it kind of helped well, he, help kind of um, push push that forward or kind of gave that momentum right. to get to get a, a memorial for them. Uh, he even ended up um, producing Banner Brothers, right? You know, because of this. Mm-hmm. And that was like early 2000, I think it was about 2001, maybe 2002 when that came out. And Banner Brothers had kind of the same, you know, style. It could have even been the same universe, just a different, uh, you know, company mm-hmm. or a different unit, you know, uh, battalion, whatever. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed Band of Brothers, and it, you know, I, I agree. I think it's uh, very similar to, to the movie of uh, Saving Private Ryan. Well, you want to do some honorable mentions? Yeah, um, I, I listed just some single titles, and then uh, next to so, some of the movies, I also have, like, other recommendations if you like this movie kind of thing. Well, let's review our top five. Okay. All right. I'll, st- I'll start first because I have more. Okay. So, uh, Hurt Locker. Okay, my number five was Inglorious Bastards. Mine was We Were Soldiers. Number four was uh, Full Metal Jacket for me. Mine was Three Kings. My number three was Hurt Locker. Mine was Inglorious Bastards. My number two was Apocalypse Now. Mine was Black Hawk Down. And both of our number one was Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I think our Inglorious and Hurt Locker were... Uh, reversed. Mm. Yeah. Um, you the you mentioned a sniper scene or a, a shooting scene with the three kings. Yes. It made me think of a very another very good movie, although somewhat unsatisfactory ending was Jarhead. Oh, okay. That's uh, I have that listed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Jarhead would almost be like a poor man's um, Full Metal Jacket. Okay. You know, you got your training training in the beginning, and don't they go to war in the second They night? go to war. There's a lot of buildup, but then there's no, like, climax. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sp- speaking of climax, one of the things I uh, – one of the scenes that stuck out to me or that I remember is when um, this guy – I think I think his wife or something sent him a videotape, and, and he, he plays it in front of, like, all these guys – and then uh, I guess it's her uh, sleeping with another man. And, yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and, uh, and then he gets mad and like leaves, and then everyone's still like watching the tape. And then she, <laughs> and, and then she, uh, she had a message for him. You know, like how does that feel or something like that. You know, and and um, so I, I, don't know, I, I hate to say it that I liked it, but that's also real world kind of yeah. thing. You know, jo- Jody, back Jody, home. exactly. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> Throughout training, that's the thing they always tell you, right? Like, hey, Jody's taking care of your girl at home. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Jarhead, I, I liked it. You know, Jamie Foxx, he's like some kind of NCO. Yeah, I, I think he did pretty good in that one. I also had um, Black Hawk Down. Right. The Patriot. The Patriot. Here's a fun fact. Uh, the Patriot was Phoenix's first movie. 
Wow. That came out in 2000, which is when he was born. And I was still in high school, and I had no sitter, and I really wanted to go watch this movie. So I took him. How did he do at the movie theater? Oh, he did fine. We went to like uh, probably the last showing. And he, he didn't did, cry. He or... just slept through it. Nice. You know, and uh, the theater we went to is um, is uh, is it was at Clackamas, but it's not what it is now. They they actually tore it down, and then they they had no theater for like the longest time, and then they rebuilt what's there now. So uh, again, this is fourteen years ago. So that's his first movie. Mm, interesting. Yeah, Heath Ledger, uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah, I like that one too. Um, I I was a big Mel Gibson fan. You know, I um, there, at a time I was watching everything that he was in, and it was probably until probably the mid two thousands is probably when I started falling off. Um, yeah. It's just I don't know. I, did they just start getting bad, or he he kind of has had some Hollywood issues? That could have been it. Yeah. His his remarks and things that were just in the in the news and things like that. Um, the Hunt for Red October. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, Gene Hackman and uh, wait, is it Gene Hackman? Is he in that one? Oh, no, Sean Connery's in there. Sean Connery, yeah. Glory, yes, Glory's. Uh, I own that one. Uh, a, a very young Matthew Broderick. Right, who takes over yes. um, and commands the blacks or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tune of uh, uh, African Americans yeah. and Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman. You can say black. Yeah, you know what? This is funny because I I think usually when I hear uh, white people refer to blacks, they usually say African American, which I think is a little bit dated. Because I think blacks is a little bit more accepted now. It, it may be dated, but it's safe. <laughs> it, it, it's, yeah, I, I guess you're right. But you want to know what's funny is I once encountered a World War II veteran who was telling me that, uh, um, you know, I'm a mailman. I, I've mentioned it before. But he told me he has had a, a colored mailman before. And I kind of looked around. I was like, man, people won't use that word no more. And uh, it just kind of shows that... Uh, you know, generation, yeah, thing. Ge- yeah, yeah, generational thing. Uh, so that was <laughs> it's kind of funny, but Rambo First Blood, Rambo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rambo anything, yeah, you know, John Rambo, yeah, Sylvester Stallone. That's a, that's a good one. Let me throw a couple out here. The Messenger, you've heard of that? No, I uh, so. Woody Harrelson and uh, Ben Foster. They're they're a couple guys who they're messengers they go from house to house saying hey your loved one was killed in action oh that does sound familiar yeah and uh if i remember correctly ben foster actually ends up falling for like one of the guys uh widow you know something like that which uh uh, yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a a drama and i I thought uh, i enjoyed it because it was something different it got a 5.4 on imdb messenger did yeah no messengers wait what is this is this the same movie no, this is a different movie. <laughs> this is The Messengers. No, no S. Okay. And it has it's a Kristen Stewart movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that's a, a horror, a thriller. Or something yeah, like that. anything. That's actually pretty high for a Kristen Stewart movie. Did you remove the S and look that. it up again? No, I don't care anymore. No, I care. <laughs> Seven point two. Well, sounds a little bit better. Yeah. Okay, right. what else you got? All right. Um, Pearl Harbor. Okay. This is something that you and I briefly discussed earlier. 
Yeah, I I haven't seen the movie. But I just recently it. went to Pearl Harbor for recently. the first time, like a month ago. Oh, so you really? I thought those pictures were old. So you really did go to Hawaii? Yeah, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> it was short. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, I I've been there. It's it's something. You, you know, uh, it's 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 amazing that you can still see the the ships under the water. Yeah, and the oil and, still and the like oil still there. Um, man, that's uh, all right. That's let's be real exciting. though. What's up? Oh, the movie. I guess it's it's amazing, but there's n- nothing to the memorial. You know, it's just like a you're just on top of the ship. Yeah, there's not a lot to see. I don't know. Well, I, I guess just the thought of it. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's more the thought of it, but uh, yeah, actually, uh, yeah, visiting. I guess you're right. It's it's really, you know, I, I guess it's actually cooler to see like on a postcard. <laughs> what what I thought was pretty pretty um, powerful though is realizing it is a grave site though. Yes, there's like over 900 sailors still there. Yeah, so so that's pretty moving. Yeah, I don't know the number, but it is, and and you know they're they're not going to try to retrieve the bodies yeah. or or raise the ship. Or I anything just like that. always thought I would be able to see more of the ship. Yeah, from like th- I thought the water would be more clear or something. I don't know, but that day I, I couldn't really see much. It's but, still worth a visit if yeah. you're down there for sure. You know, I, I I don't think there's any admission or anything like that. You just go. No, but, yeah. You know, so yeah, no, it's really cool. If you can even get into the underwater thing to go down into there and look. Oh, you could do underwater. Well, they, they they have the thing where you can walk down, and then I think they have the the mirrors to see through. I never seen it, but I I think they do. Hmm. I, I think we went on a busy day, so we weren't we weren't really able to, uh, you know, check out a bunch of the things. But uh, but the movie Pearl Harbor, um, you know, I I like the the action stuff at the end. You know, I really don't like the love triangle. <laughs> you know, I um because uh, you know you got Ben Affleck and what's the what's the girl's name? The uh, Kate Beckinsale, right? I think it's Kate Beckinsale. Anyway, so you, you got them. Ben Affleck disappears, and then she falls for his best friend Josh Hartnett. And now, and now the story makes us like like them i guess as a couple and then you bring ben affleck back and then you turn him into a jerk yeah you know you make him the a-hole you, you know for for being mad that she moved on like you know what the hell's going on here it's just i don't know why you try to incorporate that into pearl harbor so they're like a jake gyllenhaal movie like where he goes it's called brothers brothers uh, yeah, toby mcguire or toby mcguire and jake yeah gyllenhaal. uh I think I think Toby McGuire goes missing, comes back, and like Something. his woman had moved on with the brother. Yeah. Well, they they thought he was dead. Would that be a more war movie? No, wouldn't be Probably a war not. movie, but it it would kind of be borderline military movie. How about Platoon? Platoon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that's a good one. I haven't seen that in a really long yeah. time. Yeah, see, that's my problem. I know it's a good movie, mm-hmm. and I I just remember something about like a, a female sniper. I think that was. Platoon. I don't even remember that. <laughs> No, to to be honest, I haven't seen and, that in over ten years. And uh, but I I couldn't add it to my list because I don't remember it. Yeah, I I, I mean I want to be fair. Like yeah. I'm sure it's a good movie, but it's you know it wasn't um, it wasn't one that you know, I watched a lot. You know, I'll be honest. I mean, I can tell you a bunch of people in it, uh, but I don't remember too too many things. I remember something about smoking weed. <laughs> in a scene, Tom Berenger's in there, right? Um, who else is in there? Ernie Hudson is he in there? I know Johnny Depp, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, did a really good job in it. 
Uh, I couldn't tell you. I don't, I eight, really don't eight, remember. 8.2 on IMDb. Yeah. I need to go back and watch some of these, but there's just so many of them. Um, but I think maybe at least Platoon and Apocalypse Now. Yeah. I kind of want to go back and watch again. Um, but, you know, I know that, you know, that iconic poster of, uh, I think it's Charlie Sheen, you know, on his knees with his hands up, you know, to the sky, that kind of thing, right? Doesn't Does, he don't get, they leave, leave him or they leave Well, somebody? no, I think he gets rescued at the end or something like that. And I think that, that, um, that images from the the end of the movie. Mm. Yeah, I think he. I could be wrong. He, he gets rescued, but I think they had to leave somebody. People were probably yelling was, at us like, he, I know. "These two veterans don't know their freaking movies." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, sorry, well, that's guys. okay. That's why we asked for your your lists too. Yeah. You know, so we're just we're just, just having a <laughs> random conversation. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, I put the Great Escape. Did you ever see that? No. With... Did you ever see Chicken Run? I haven't seen Chicken Run, but I'm, I am, I'm familiar with The Great Escape <laughs> with um, Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen, one of the great think, uh, uh, motor, motorcycle. Yeah, I think scenes. he has a scene with one at the end. Yeah, yeah. No, it's he's he jumps over the fence. He, yeah, he's known for that. Yeah, I um, I really like this one, and amongst uh, other things, uh, a couple movies that I paired this one up with. If you like Great Escape, I think you would also like Last Castle. Did you ever see that one? Um, Robert Redford, where he's a four-star general who goes to jail, uh, a military prison. Uh, that's oh, I really good. That. That's that's got J- uh, James Gandolfini, you know, Mister Soprano himself. Oh, yeah. Um, I like him. Yeah, he plays a. I forget what rank he is. I want to say he's like a captain who's actually never seen the battlefield, and he's got like all these war trophies and stuff. But uh, and and Robert Redford again, four-star general, kind of like he knocks on people like that, and then this guy takes it as a disrespect. But uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it takes place in a, you know, I guess if you like Shawshank Redemption, you know, this uh, uh, movie Last Castle would be something like that, but, you know, with military people in it. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, Great Escape, maybe you would like Last Castle, and maybe The uh, Dirty Dozen. Did you ever see that one? I've heard of that. Yeah, that's not one you need to go watch, but, uh, uh, again, this is one of those movies that's kind of like this. Um, and this one I don't recommend, but it just reminded me of it because it takes place in a prison, but Hearts War with Bruce Willis and Colin Farrell, I think, is in that movie. Um, I didn't care for that one, to be honest. But I thought I'd just throw it out anyway. How about um, you had some lists from the listeners? Oh, well, I still got quite a bit of movies here. Oh, you don't go through. Do, do, do you have any more? No, I'm good. Okay, I'm just going to run down a few. Um, honorable, uh, these are honorable mentions that yes that you enjoyed. Yes. Yep. Uh, Letters from Iwo Jima, directed by uh, Clint Eastwood. Did you ever see that one? Mm-hmm. It's it's the Japanese's perspective from the from from that war. The the American version was the uh, flags of our fathers. It was basically a two parter, just from different perspectives. Mm. And I actually think the uh, Letters from Iwo Jima was slightly better actually I, yeah, I think it was better because it actually shows not only from their perspective but how um culturally they are as soldiers you know like the the self-sacrifice and well i mean I, american soldiers do it too it's just it, it was really interesting to see the the contrast you yeah. know from the japanese and the americans uh, but i like those two movies uh, a few good men you know i'm, I'm a sucker for you know, trial courtroom movies and a few good men, I think was really good. And it was probably, it's probably the movie that made me check out other Tom Cruise movies afterwards, you know, Jeremy Maguire to follow. 
uh, obviously Jack Nicholson playing the colonel, you know, mm-hmm. the, the Marine colonel. That's uh, pretty iconic. But movies like that, uh, Rules of Engagement, uh, Courage Under Fire, and General's Daughter, all very similar courtroom type movies. Um, Men of Honor, uh, Robert De Niro, um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Do you see that one? That's where he's a diver. He's a diver, based yeah. on a true story. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen that. But I like that because it also deals with race. I also like stuff like that because they're all dramatized and just a sucker for stuff like yeah. that. But that, that's a good one. Uh, if you like Men of Honor, you might like Heartbreak Ridge. Um, it's not about divers, but Clint Eastwood plays like a marine gunny. And uh, uh, I don't know if it was basic training, but he kind of leads like this um, platoon of misfits. You know, Mario Van Peebles is in it. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty silly. You know, like if you watch it now, uh, but I think that was worth a mention because that was actually pretty good too. I'm a big fan of Clint Eastwood. Yeah, so maybe that'd be something you might want to check out. Heartbreak Ridge, um, Zero Dark Thirty. Did you ever get to watch that? I did see that. I saw it in the theaters. What'd you think? I liked it. You know, um, did you think it was overrated? I, I don't. I didn't even. I didn't really hear too much about it. Okay. Um. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I don't think it was overrated. I don't think it's underrated. Yeah. I thought it was just fine. I don't think, you know, if you, if you miss it, I don't think you're missing anything. Yeah. But uh, if you like that, maybe you would like Green Zone, which I thought was a little bit more... I don't I don't want to say Green Zone was better. Oh, that, that's the one with Matt Damon. Uh, he's like a black, black ops. Um, directed by Paul Greengrass or something, who also did like Flight 91 and... Uh, some some of the other uh, military type movies, but uh, yeah, I I don't know B- between the two, I I think I enjoyed Green Zone a little bit better, uh, but Zero Dark Thirty is probably the better movie if that makes any sense at all. Um, let me see, Good Morning Vietnam. Oh, it's well, it's been a very long time. It's been a long I time see. for me too. Yeah. But if nothing else, I mean Robin Williams. Yeah, that would in the be Army, good. Yeah, you know and. <laughs> And uh, a poor version of that in the army now, I guess, with Polly Shore. I might pull that up on my queue, revisit that. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, Enemy at the Gates, another sniper movie. Did you see that one with Jude Law? No, but I, I hear it's quite and, good. Uh, Ed, Ed Harris, yeah, that's a good one. You know, if you like that sniper type stuff. Um, Stop Loss, I I wanted to throw that out. I was hoping that it was going to be good, but it, it really wasn't. Um, Sounds political, like agenda. A little bit. Um, so stop loss. I forgot how to explain it because it's been so long. It's like basically if you, you think if you're, you're going to get out, yeah, you, you're about to get out, <laughs> but then you get orders that you can't leave. Correct. And, uh, so Ryan, they gotcha. Ryan Philippe, he plays this guy who is, I think he's about to ETS. So he's about to get out of the army, and they told him that he is um, basically stop loss, so he can't get out. And he basically he deserts. Deserts, yes. A deserter, and, and then becomes he can be shot for that. Yeah, becomes a yeah, basically kind of like a, a fugitive. Um, so that's what that is. And I, I, I want to say Channing Tatum might be in it too. And and maybe I definitely don't want to see it though. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let me see. Thin Red Line. That's that's kind of worth a watch too. George Clooney's in that, and uh, a handful of other people. Another war movie, Tears of the Sun. I didn't care for that one with uh, Bruce Willis. I haven't seen it. Uh, did you ever hear about it? I think I may have heard of it. <laughs> I may yeah. have heard of it. I think I've heard of it, but okay. I just and and the last one I wanted to mention, which um, 
This one, I, I also... What about the horse movie? Well, Steven Spielberg. War Horse? War Horse. Dude, that, that, that wasn't very good at all. That's a war movie. Yes, <laughs> but it's about a horse. <laughs> uh, I, I, hear, I heard it was good. My mom said it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was pro- probably geared towards the uh, that generation, okay. supposedly. I mean, I don't know. I, I found it boring, to be honest. Um, but the last movie I wanted to mention that I... I, this one got mixed reviews. Uh, you know, I've heard some people say it was really good, but I didn't like it. Uh, Casualties of War. Uh, this one's got Sean Penn and Michael J. Fox in it. So you would think I'd probably love it just because of Michael J. Fox, but uh, yeah, there are some disturbing things in there. Um, you, you could do without. Okay. So, uh, And uh, one other one was Top Gun. Yeah. Honorable mention. There you go. That's a. That's we don't don't want to leave that out. No, no, not at all. You know the. Um, that's just good, clean fun there. The, this, this, the sweaty volleyball scene in jeans. <laughs> uh, uh, and then the, uh, the exchanges between Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise that were a little um, questionable. I guess you could say for that time. <laughs> so no, that's a uh, good fun. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Top Gun, what about Iron Eagle? Did you ever check that out? I didn't. Stealth, that was not good. I didn't really care for Stealth. Tommy actually recommended Stealth to me. I didn't really like it. Uh, Jessica Biel, Jamie Foxx, and jo- Josh Lucas, I want to say. I forget. Um, no, yeah, I guess we don't We don't have anything else. But, uh, well, you ask and you shall receive. I asked for some emails and I got some. So that's really cool. We'll go ahead and get to some uh, listener email. I've got something for you. A letter. Uh, this first one comes from a, a brand new listener. Uh, um, his name is uh, Brendan S. Uh, it says, hi there, Peter and Phoenix, with a question mark. So he wasn't sure if it was going to be Phoenix, but uh, no, it's Peter and James. Uh, I discovered your show through Jameson's appearance for the Cycle Review, which we just released earlier today. Uh, or, yeah. I then went back and have started listening to your other shows. I'm really liking the movie selections you made, so I saw you tweet out that you're doing your best military movies, and I hope you get this in time. If not, no big deal. I'm not huge on war movies, but here's some great ones out there. Here's my favorites. Stripes. That's a good one. Oh, we didn't even mention that. Stripes. That is a good one. Yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, uh, Harold Ramis. Yeah, um, I, I did enjoy that. That was a good time, too. Um, kind of just fun. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like the second part. Now, see, now this is where they did okay, because the second part, they go on a mission uh, you know, which is completely different from the the fir- you know the first half of the movie, but I thought it was fine. So um, definitely a classic. Um, Such a like Cold War era, yeah, like movie. I liked I liked that because I think they were like in East Germany or their mission was like about right. something like that. Is I just like to see like the yeah like how how the uniforms were and right. like just the like OD the, green the, yeah and just like the, the landscape and like yeah I think Bill Murray gets down with some female MPs or something too yeah uh, 1941 I, I've i never seen that one but I think that one has um, the cover box has somebody in an airplane you wanna pull that up real quick 
Yeah, there's um, from 1979, mm -hmm. Hysterical California's Prepare for a Japanese Invasion in the Days After Pearl Harbor. So it was a comedy? That sounds interesting. Yeah, from 1979. Yeah, that might be worth a Steven check out Spielberg directed that. Oh, I think oh. we have something we should watch. Nope, there we go. Uh, Letters from Iwo Jima. I, I mentioned that earlier. Dan Aykroyd is in it. Um, I'm sorry. Who's the, who's the star in that one? Dan Aykroyd. Oh, he's he, he stars in that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, the, that one's not so well John done. Belushi's. John Belushi. John Belushi. No, see, he, I knew he was in that one. Matter of fact, isn't that him on the cover box? Yeah, probably. Um, Letters from Iwo Jima, Saving Pratt Ryan, Top Gun. There you go. Hey, Lone Survivor. Uh, now neither, I haven't seen yeah, that Neither yet. of us have seen that, yeah. but we want to, and we keep hearing it's really good. Uh, and actually, on that subject, Act of Valor, I kept on hearing, was good, which I watched and I did not like. And there's a point they even did this um, shooting style that made it made me think of, like, Call of Duty. You know, they, they do, like, a whole video game perspective kind of kind of thing, which, uh, yeah, I, I, I really didn't like, so... Um, let's see, Black Hawk Down, we mentioned Few Good Men, Rules of Engagement, and Platoon. Sorry if that's too many. Great show, guys. I love the title. Nice reference. Well, thank you for your uh, list. Yeah. I'm no, going to check out 1941. Yeah, it's an awesome list. Um, so there's, what, I think three in there that we didn't mention. And uh, 1941, it's on Netflix, right? It's it's not for streaming. Oh. What's that then? You have to you have to get the disc. Oh, it, it's on Netflix. Fooey. Wait, wait, is this on Netflix? Uh, yeah. Hold on. It looks like it's streaming right there. It looks like there's a play. Okay. Yeah. Might be streaming. There you go. Might be streaming. I hope that you do check the rest uh, rest of our show out. And yeah, thank you for writing in. And uh, yeah, write in any time. Sure, appreciate it. Okay, the next one is from Ian S. And looks like he went one through five, so I'll, I'll go backwards. Uh, five, uh, Lone Survivor, which we just kind of uh, mentioned. Uh, I thought this was an awesome movie. It brought out angers I have for those people, as well as brought tears. Big Mark Wahlberg fan. It didn't rate higher only because it is fairly new. Uh, four, Jarhead. Great movie. Jake Gyllenhaal, great in this movie, uh, which we, we mentioned Jarhead. Uh, three. Good movie. The Great Escape. I've only seen this once. No, I've seen this one twice and quite some time ago. When they finally escaped, I felt like I was breaking out too. Nice. Yeah, I agree with that. I um, We mentioned Great Escape. And uh, if, for those who haven't seen it, Chicken Run is basically a remake, you know, for the kids. Uh, number two, Platoon. I think the cast speaks for itself. Charlie Sheen, Johnny Depp, Willem Dafoe, Forrest Whitaker, Kevin Dillon. I forgot, I forgot Kevin, Kevin Dillon was in there. Isn't that uh, Johnny from uh, Entourage? I think oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, and John C. McGinley. And number one, Full Metal Jacket. Best drill sergeant ever. And good boot camp shenanigans. Yeah, I agree. So, great list. Thank you, Ian, for emailing in. I know him personally. So, um, so that's awesome that he got to write in. That's his first time. And last but not least... Our last email comes from Mr. Jameson Rabbit, who, again, um, appeared on our last episode of The Original Psycho. Uh, friend of the podcast, has his own, uh, has a few, actually, um, Real Films podcast. He's on Sweep the Leg podcast, R Real Reviews TV, and Movie Mojo Monthly. So, 
Uh, find him on all those. But he emails in, Hello, gentlemen. I saw your post regarding the best military movies and had to write in with the list of my favorite. This is a loose order, but here goes. 10, Patriot, which we mentioned. Again, Phoenix's uh, very first movie, which I guess it's his first movie, but he never even watched it because he was, you know. It still counts. It, it counts because he went to it. <laughs> uh, I didn't have to pay because it was free. Uh, number 9, Tora, Tora, Tora. I you, think, hold on. Yes. I think if somebody brings a baby into a movie theater, they have to pay extra. Well, here's the thing. It was a late like showing. a lot. And there was, like, there was nobody else really there. <laughs> That's a risk. <laughs> it is a risk. But I was, I was young and I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number nine, Torah, Torah, Torah. Have you seen that? I haven't. I've Sorry. seen it one time. And this is when I was kind of, um, you know, doing my whole, I, I think I had enlisted already. I think I enlisted my senior year. So I was renting like all these war movies. Uh-huh. Uh, but I don't remember anything from it. And I don't think I ever finished it and ended up returning it anyway. Um, but, you know, I'll take his word on it. I'm sure it's, it's really good. It's a dramatization of a Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor and a, and the series of American blunders that allowed it to happen. Is it a comedy? I think it is, right? I don't know. It's from 1970. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't know if I ever finished it, but I do remember trying to watch it. Uh, number eight, uh, Patton. Well, that's one we didn't mention. Uh, How do we leave C- that out? Yeah, uh, I still remember that scene where he kind of pimp slaps the soldier <laughs> for being a coward. Uh, famous scene where he's uh, standing, yeah, standing behind the American flag, gives his big old monologue. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Um, I, I think I've only seen it one time, so I, I don't know where I would put that. I mean. I can't put that anywhere if I don't remember the movie. I only remember some of the scenes. It won best, wait, inclusive, including best film of 1970? Or was it at least, it was least nominated for best film of 1970 for Oscar. Um, number seven, Three Kings. Six, Bridge on the River Kwai. Now, I've never seen that. Um, and I know it's one of the, the, the older war movies. Yeah, and it, I've, I've seen another like top Top list. So oh, is it? I have to check that out. Okay. Uh, Glory, we mentioned, number five. Uh, number four, Enemy at the Gates. Uh, that's the sniper one. Uh, three, Platoon. Oh, so that one's pretty high on there. Uh, two, Black Hawk Down. And number one, Apocalypse Now. So that that's almost like both of ours, uh, our list kind of Com- mixing together. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's so many choices. This was tough to narrow down. And I don't think I'm alone when I've. When I say I'm excited to hear your list. Well, thank you, sir. Hopefully we didn't disappoint. Uh, you have some pretty solid movies here. Um, so, let me see. Bridge on the River Kwai looks like something you and I want to check out. Yeah. 1941 from Brendan. So, that's pretty awesome. Ian gave us a list of which uh, movies we've already seen. But, uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's it. That's, that's all we have. I appreciate everybody for uh, writing in. Hopefully we didn't bore you to death with our suggestions or even lack thereof. I don't know if we even really gave any solid suggestions, but um, you know, James, thank you for coming on to the show. Well, thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah, yeah, it was a last-minute thing, and we we felt that maybe we should 
throw out some titles out for Veterans Day. Hopefully, somebody would be like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe we should check that out kind of thing. Because we, we learned two movies tonight that we'll, we'll probably you know, give a shot. But uh, for those that would like to help out the show uh, on iTunes, please subscribe. Give us a rate and review. Uh, you can get us off of iTunes and Stitcher. You can email us at hlfpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at HLF Podcasts. And obviously search Hydrate Level 4 on Facebook. Give us a like. That way you can see our uh, upcoming shows and other fun things we post. Um, So I think the next movie Phoenix wanted to do was Matilda. So we'll kind of see. It's not one that I grew up on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it he he chose it. It was his turn to choose, but uh, it's not one I grew up with. So this is going to be interesting because this is one he grew up with, uh, and he wants me to watch it. So kind uh, of flipping the script on just it. a little bit. I'm trying to get him to moderate it, so we'll see. He probably won't though. Um, but yeah, uh, again, thanks to those that emailed in. Um, hopefully, uh, anyone else. If you have any other thoughts on the list, if you want to send us your list still, go ahead and do so. I already gave you the email. Um, but until the next episode, I'm Peter. I'm James. And I'm going to go